This segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast is sponsored by the Maryville Forum Sports Section. The Maryville Forum provides coverage of the Maryville, Platte Valley, Nottoway Valley, Worth County, and Northwest Missouri State football teams each week in print and digital. The Forum is proud to cover all sports for Maryville, Platte Valley, North Nottoway, Northeast Nottoway, Nottoway Valley High Schools, and Northwest Missouri State University. A year-long subscription to the Forum is only $35. Go to MaryvilleForum.com to get yours today. Coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 4 pregame show, Lafayette gets ready for their home opener. We'll preview their matchup with Savannah. And St. Pius and Maryville lock up in a huge MEC showdown. Plus, Central takes on one of the Kansas City Metro's top teams. All that and so much more on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 4 pregame show. And welcome everybody here to the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 4 pregame show. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. I cannot believe it is week four already. Next week, we're going to be more than halfway through the regular season. I'm so excited to get into this episode. We're going to run down what's on tap here. We got interviews today. With Lafayette head coach Ryan Schroyer, Savannah coach Kevin Kapecki, Maryville coach Matt Webb, Camber coach Jeff Wallace, Benton coach Kevin Keaton, and Central head coach Reggie Trotter. You will hear from all of those guys here on the first segment of the Week 4 pregame show. We're going to get ahead. We're, we're going to go ahead. We're going to run down scores here from Week 3 of the high school football season. It was Lafayette winning the Northside-Southside rivalry 28-14 to over Benton. Belton over Central, 52-22. Maryville gets their first win of the season, 36-25. Was the final score. St. Pius shuts out Cameron, 48-0. And Kirksville over Savannah, 34-28. And a non-conference tilt. Um, We're going to go ahead. We're going to preview week four of the high school football season. But after a quick commercial break, you're listening to the week four pregame show here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. And welcome everybody back here to the week four pregame show. We're not going to waste any more time. We're going to preview week four on the high school football schedule. The first matchup that we're going to take a look at is Savannah at Lafayette. Irish enter the inner in the season with with a three and record. They're coming off a. 28-14 win over their Southside rival, Benton. It was their first conference game of the season while Savannah was coming off a 34-28 loss to Kirksville and a non-conference tilt. This is actually the Savages' very first conference game of the season. Now, in the 2020 season, both of these matchups, there were two meetings between Savannah and Lafayette. Both were in Savannah. Both te- both matchups were decided by a total combined of three points. Savannah took the regular season matchup 23-21, while Lafayette was able to get revenge in the playoffs with a 21-20 win over Savannah. So it, both, both within a field goal total for both of these games. So you know this should be a very exciting game on Friday between the Irish and the Savages. Definitely Kevin Kopecki, a second-year coach. Ryan Schroyer there for his first year. I had an opportunity to talk with both coaches, and we're going to begin the our interview process with the head coach of the Lafayette Fighting Irish, Ryan Schroyer. And we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. We're continuing on here with our Week 4 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Lafayette Fighting Irish, Ryan Schroyer, is back with us. Coach, how are you? I'm great, Clifton. How you doing, my man? I'm doing all right. We're on Friday Night Football, Week 4. It's fast approaching. So, um, Coach, I know we talked a little bit on Friday night. Um, I was there for the game, Northside versus Southside. Um, you guys extended your record to 3-0 and on the year with a 28-14 win 
over Benton. Um, I know we talked a little bit about the game on Friday night, but um, anything looking over film this week? Um, notice, um, any more thoughts on the game? Oh yeah, uh, you know we we need to get better some things and clean some things up, and uh, both as players and coaches and just everybody. And so we've worked to do that this week, and we've improved some things and uh, kind of got on the same page with uh, some things. And uh, so so that's always good. It's always it's always good to be able to win a game and improve and learn, you know, rather than lose a game and learn, you know. So. That, that that's good. Uh, definitely, you guys. Uh, definitely, uh, you guys did a, had a big second half there. So, um, coach, um, this week, week four, it's the home opener. I know it was supposed to take place on week one. Unfortunately, that game ended up being canceled. But now, this Friday night, it's the home opener at Alumni Stadium. You guys are going to be hosting Savannah on Friday night, coach. Um, just your thoughts on what you've seen from Savannah, and um, what can we expect on Friday? Uh, Savannah, they've always they've had a good program for a long time, and they're always competitive, uh, always well coached, um, and they have some good players. They they really always have. Um, and last year, uh, we split with them. They won the first one. We won the second one. Uh, so it shows, you know, how how tight and close uh, the competitive level is. And um, I know they will be hungry to avenge last year. And our kids are hungry uh, to show, you know, who we are. And uh, they got some, they got some good guys. Um, so uh, I, I know it's going to be a good game. I know uh, kids are pumped to play at home. I know I'm pumped to play at home. Like I said, you know, I was tired of washing the white jerseys every week, spraying them down with shout, and getting all the grass stains and stuff out. So I'm excited to wear some dark home jerseys and uh excited to be in St. Joe to where the North End can come together for North Side Pride Week and uh, a lot of people will be coming up for uh reunions and uh feeder schools and there'll be a lot of green in the stands and um I know a lot of a lot of my buddies and a lot of our uh players and coaches and staff and community will be there and they're excited to go. So it's a, it's a great opportunity, opportunity to have. Oh, absolutely. It should be a fun one. Lafayette Savannah. It's always a good game when the savages and the Irish lock up. And I I think this year will be no exception. So um, coach Troyer, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again. And um, good luck to you guys to get Savannah on Friday. Thanks, Clifton. Appreciate you, my man. And thank you so much, Coach Ryan Shorter, for joining the podcast. We also had an opportunity, as I mentioned, to speak with the head coach of the Savannah Savages, Kevin Kopecki, like we do every single week. Um, he talked about his team's loss to Kirksville on week three and then looking ahead to this big matchup with the Irish. Here's our interview with Kevin Kopecki right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing on with our week four pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Savannah Savages, Kevin Kopecki. Coach, how are you? Doing well, Clifton. Uh, we've had a good week of practice. Uh, a tough loss last week, but we're doing as good as we can do as we get ready for Lafayette. Absolutely. We'll talk about both those things here real quick. But before we move before we move ahead, let's look take a look back real quick. Um, as you just mentioned, um, your team took a 34-28 um, to 28 loss to Kirksville on Friday night in a little non-conference action. Um, coach, just uh, your thoughts on the – just walk us through the game. 
Yeah, you know, Kirksville, like we talked last week, as somebody that we were not very familiar with. We haven't played them, I don't know, ever. And, uh, you know, they had quite a trip getting here and all that. We were supposed to go last year, but COVID kind of got in the way of that. But um, they were like we thought they were. They're a really good football team. They're a Class 4 team. We're Class 3 this year, so a little bit bigger school. And uh, they had some very good athletes. They had some big kids up front. Um, it was just a really good game if you weren't for anybody, obviously, um, for the Savages all the way. But, uh, you know, we there's about 40 seconds left. We had a fourth down, um, fourth and goal. Um, Truman Bozen out and took a re- little reverse handoff and probably dove and was maybe one foot short of the goal line. We tried to get a safety with no time hardly remaining, but uh, it was kind of a heartbreaker in that regard because we were really close to tying it up and hopefully kicking an extra point and winning the game by one. So it was just back and forth all night. It was a great football game, like I said, but hats off to Kirksville. They got the job done, but uh, that one stung a little bit, not going to lie. Well, Coach, um, you're going to get an opportunity really to get back in the win column this week. It's, uh, you guys are beginning conference play this week as you're going to be heading to um, the north side of St. Joseph to take on the Lafayette Fighting Irish Um I know that you guys had a couple of um, battles last year. One of them was for one of them was in the playoffs. Um, coach, just uh, your thoughts on this year's version of Lafayette, and um, what can we expect from the football game on Friday? Oh, I think it'll be another really good game. You know, they've uh, they've looked really good their first few games, and uh, they've got extremely talented players this year. Um, some of those guys were there last year as well. Uh, you know, the quarterbacks, receivers, everybody's heard of them and all the records they've been setting. So they've done a really good job with their offense. Their defense is, uh, doesn't get as much attention, but I tell you what, they look really good on film. I know they have a new coach this year, and he's doing a really good job with those kids for sure. I definitely should be a fun football game on the north side. Um, coach, um, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast, and uh, good luck to you guys on Friday. I appreciate it. Thanks, Clifton. And thank you so much, Coach Kopecki, for coming on the podcast. Now, you can actually listen to this game on 100.1 on your FM dial if you want to listen to this game on the radio. Chris Ward and the guys at Regional Radio KKWK will be broadcasting the game. If you don't have a radio dial, you can always check it out online at northwestmoinfo.com. The next matchup that we're going to preview is another big MEC matchup. That's going to include St. Pius X taking on Maryville and a huge MEC showdown. Spoof Hounds coming off their first win of the regular season with a 36-25 win over Chillicothe. While St. Pius, they had a 48-0 win over Cameron in their first conference game. So both teams are entering 1-0. Now the Warriors did win this matchup 26-14 last season. Both these teams were in their respective state championship games last season. Maryville was in the Class 3 title game. St. Pius was in the Class 2 title game. This year, they're flip-flopped as far as classes is concerned. Pius is in Class 3. Maryville's in Class 2. And I think both these teams are going to be right in the mix when the end of the year comes around. So it should be a big matchup in the Hound Pound. We had an opportunity to talk with Spoof Hound head coach Matt Webb like we do every single week. He talked about getting that big win against Chillicothe a week ago and then looking ahead to the home opener against St. Pius. Here's our interview with Maryville coach Matt Webb right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are continuing on with the week four pregame show here. Uh, we are here with the head coach of the Maryville Spoof Hounds. That would be Matt Webb. Coach. How are you? Doing great, Clifton. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Um, week four in, um, Coach. Um, got got a win on the win column to start out conference play. A uh, 36-25 victory over Chillicothe. It was a tough game in Chile. Um, coach just um, walks through the ball game. Well, it was, uh, it was a good football t- 
football game between two good football teams, in my opinion. Um, I was very glad that uh, our team ended up doing the things that in the second half it, it, that um, it takes to win a game compared to um, our first two weeks. So um, Maryville and Chilcothy is an old-time rival, and, and it was two, hard, two good hard-hitting teams um, Friday night. It's a very physical football game on both sides, played by both sides, both teams. And um, I thought we did some really good things. Um, I thought our offense did an outstanding job of kind of answering in the second quarter um, to, at the end of it to be able to um, take the lead at halftime. And then um, for us to be able to uh, execute in the second half, I thought was huge. Um, quarterback had a really good football game, Connor was nine for 12 with two touchdown passes. Um, and um, that really, you had some huge completions to um, Caden Steckline, you know, had a great night for us. We opened up the first play from scrimmage on offense with uh, about a 70 yard touchdown run. Um, and that's a uh, great credit. I thought we're, we're playing better on the line of scrimmage on both sides. So very good football game that we were able to kind of seal and put away in the, in the fourth quarter. Uh, Cooper Lowe had an interception our return for a touchdown, and um, then our offense did a great job of finishing it out. Well, Coach, you get an opportunity to go back to the Hound Town for the first time this season after three straight weeks away from home. Um, you guys are going to be hosting the defending NEC champion, St. Pius X. Um, they're they look really good again this year, Coach. Um, what's your uh, scouting report for the Warriors, and uh, what can we expect on Friday? I think you already gave it. Um, they're an excellent football team. You know, it's, uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to be the champs, uh, you got to beat them. And, um, they won the MEC last year. They played for a state championship. Most of their, um, skill positions are returning and, and in the spots that they're not returning when you watch them on film right now, I think they're, they're probably better in those spots than they were last year. Um, they've had, they've had three really good wins. Um, they're playing excellent football. They're, they're explosive on offense from a, multiple uh, formations and, and, and just a, a variety of ways they can hurt you. Their quarterback, you know, every skill position they got is, is outstanding. You know, he, he's an unbelievable player. Um, he's, he can throw, he can run. Um, you know, the receivers are excellent. Their tailbacks are fast and um, big bruising fullback. They're good on the line of scrimmage. So, you know, I, I can't say enough good things about them. Um, it is going to be exciting to play at home. Uh, you know, there's no restrictions uh, for COVID. Um, this place is special. Last time um, we played on this home, our home field was a, a semifinal win against Cassville um, that I think kind of, you know, surmounts the, the legendary status of Hound Pound Magic for us to be able to come back and win that game in the fourth quarter. So um, this place is special. This place has been a standard in the MEC for years. Um, I expect to have a packed house. You know, if you got a you got a neighbor, if you got an aunt, you got an uncle in Maryville, um, talk to Dr. Albright and see if you can bring your pets. Um, let's get the thing packed. You know, let's, um, let's, we're, we're good because we're going to need it. You know, St. Pius is a great football team and, and rightfully so. So um, it's a great MEC football game Friday night. Absolutely. Um, there's always been some special games and some special teams at the Hound Pound. Definitely looking forward to it. Um, coach, um, thank you so much again for um, coming on the podcast. Um, good luck to you guys this week in practice, and um, good luck to you guys on Friday against St. Pius. Thank you, Clifton. Have a great week. Thank you so much, Coach Matt Webb of the Maryville Spoofouts, for once again coming on the podcast. Another NBC matchup is going to include 
Chillicothe visiting Cameron in a big-time matchup there. Um, Chillicothe um, just received their first loss of the regular season a week ago at the hands of Maryville, while Cameron is looking to break a two-game losing streak with losses to Lincoln Prep and St. Pius over the last couple weeks. Uh, we had an opportunity to talk with Cameron Dragon, Dragon head coach Jeff Wallace about last week's game against Pius and this week's game against Chillicothe. Here's our interview with Cameron coach Jeff Wallace right now. And we're here on the Clips Us Podcast. We are continuing on with our week four pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Cameron Dragons, Jeff Wallace, is back with us. Coach, how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, coach, I know you guys are getting at it this week, um, looking to regroup off of uh, a 48 to nothing loss in your league opener against St. Pius the 10th. Um, coach, just um, what can you what can you tell us about the game? They're a good football team. You know, they're they're defending conference champs for a reason. Um, you know, and, and we knew they were good, and it was it was uh, what was it seven nothing uh, halfway through the second quarter. You know, we were trying to run some clock, shorten the game a little bit. It's pretty proud of how our kids were able to handle themselves in, in and out of our fire huddle and different stuff that we do. Um, you know, I was really really happy that happy with our defense. I thought they were playing really really well. We tackled so much better than we did a week ago. Um, we, we we were just outmatched to put it to put it bluntly at a lot of positions. You know, they got a, a group of seventeen seniors and. I didn't. It was senior night for them, but I didn't think they were ever going to get done talking about those guys. There were so many of them, and, and those kids were back off a state championship game appearance last year, and they've been there, done that. And you know, I actually, you know, forty-eight nothing. I mean, nobody likes to have that score, but you know, it's kind of weird. I, we didn't play that bad. <laughs> we didn't play that bad. Our quarterback was out, and we had to do some different things on offense that we don't generally do. Um, you know, so it, it, the, the the complexion of the game changed a lot for us, and we had to go do some different stuff. But again, I thought our kids really, really did a great job in practice of, of learning some new things, and uh, you know, it, it helped us. Quite honestly, it helped us with some packages that that we will continue to use. Well, Coach, um, you're going to have the opportunity to implement some of those new packages this week and look to get back in the win column as you guys host Chillicothe. This week, it seems like Chillicothe, Cameron, you know, both these guys, both these teams have really been towards um, the top of the MEC for the past several years. Uh, Coach, um, just uh, your thoughts on um, Chillicothe, the scouting report, and what can we expect on Friday? Much improved football team, and I mean much improved. They, uh, they're they very big up front. They get off the football. Um, I mean, they're going to be quite a bit bigger than we are, and, and you know, their coaches have got to be happy with how, how well they're getting off the ball early in the season. Uh, they've got their backs are all back, quarterbacks back, and they get a bruiser at fullback, and they're, they're back to the old Fairchild days uh, with the power, 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 a little unbalanced stuff with counter pitch and, you know, things that we've all kind of seen, but they do it extremely well. You know, as, as an opposing coach, I was hoping they wouldn't be so good at it so early, but they are. Uh, and then defensively, uh, they they got kids that run the ball pretty well. It looks like they're platooning a little bit with the bigger body kids, which is great when you can do it. Uh, it really helps help save your kids as it's hot early in the season and, and, and the game starts to wear on. So that's you know, that's advantage to them. Uh, they're good. I mean, they're a good football team, well coached. Well, coach, I wish you guys uh, good luck this week in practice, and wish you guys good luck on Friday against Chillicothe. Hey, appreciate it, Cliff. Thank you, buddy. That was Cameron Dragon head coach Jeff Wallace on that interview. Now, we do have an MEC team playing a non-conference game this week. Benton is going to go on a rare Saturday game this week as they're going to be making a trip to Kansas City to take on Kansas City Central of the Interscholastic lead. The Cardinals got their only win of the regular season last year against the Blue Eagles, and the Cardinals will be looking to get their first win this season against those same Blue Eagles 
of Kansas City Central. We did have an opportunity to speak with Cardinal head coach Kevin Keaton. We elaborated a little bit on last week's Northside versus Southside game and looked ahead to this matchup against Kansas City Central. Here's our interview with Kevin Keaton right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing on with our week four pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Bitten Cardinals, Kevin Keaton. Coach, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Cliff. Glad to be back. Well, Coach, I know that we had a little bit of a conversation on Friday night after the game. Um, coach, um, after looking at the film and all that stuff, um, do you have any more thoughts on the game? Um, 28-14 to 14 was the um, victory for Lafayette over your boys. Um, any, any more thoughts on the game? Oh... Yes and no. Still, still, we tip our hat to Lafayette and their players and, and coaches. I mean, when they had to, that long drive they had in the third, I mean, that was it. Um, but we're closer. We really are. We're really looking at it. It's like, gosh, dang, guys, we're so close. We're so close to, 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 um, you know, starting to turn the corner. And at times we played well enough to win. So there's no there's no such thing as a moral victory. But I certainly like the direction we're headed. Well, Coach, you got an opportunity to keep going in the right direction that you say you're headed. Um, you got a rare Saturday game on the schedule this week. Very rare for some of our local teams getting a Saturday game on the schedule. So you're going to be traveling down to Kansas City to take on Kansas City Central this week. Um, Coach, uh, just uh, what are your thoughts on the Blue Eagles, what you've seen on them on film, and um, what can we expect on Saturday? Well, first off, um, I would never make it as a basketball coach or a baseball coach because I like the consistent schedule of, you know, this is what we do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every week. That's what we do Saturday, Sunday, every week. And it does throw you off. So you got to prep the kids. But we have an opportunity to have an extra day of prep to really get back to the basics of the game, really get back to blocking and tackling and getting off blocks, um, catching the ball, throwing the ball, ball security. Uh, we're going to be able to do that this week a little bit. And, and I'm glad for that opportunity. You know, sometimes you – you get in the middle of a season when it's just game plan, game plan, install, install, and you can lose sight of what really wins and loses high school football games, probably all football games, the fundamentals of blocking and tackling. So we get that opportunity. Um, I tell you, they played a heck of a game on the, on the film we saw, and number eight, their quarterback, is deadly dangerous. He – makes a lot of plays and creates a lot of things with his feet and he can he can spit it out at any time i mean he can go 99 the kid is really dynamic so they have a uh an alignment number 78 that could play for anybody in the city he's a monster and he plays hard so they've they they've got some players and we're gonna have to put our best foot forward to have a chance well, Coach, I definitely wish you guys good luck. Um, get an extra day of prep, like you said. And uh, good luck to you guys on Saturday against Kansas City Central. Thank you. That was Benton Cardinal head coach Kevin Keaton on that interview. The last matchup that we're going to preview here on this segment is going to be Blue Valley Northwest taking on Central here. Blue Valley Northwest brings a state ranked. Um, they're state ranked, I believe, number four in the state of Kansas. 
They bring a state ranking and one of the top quarterbacks in the entire Kansas City metro area, Mikey Polly, to Noyes Field for a huge matchup for the Indians. The Indians will be looking to get their first win of the regular season while Northwest, the Huskies, will be looking to go to 3-0 on the season. We did have an opportunity to speak with Indian head coach Reggie Trotter. We talked about last week's game against Belton and a look ahead to this matchup with Blue Valley Northwest. Here's Central Coach Reggie Trotter, and that interview is coming up right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing on with our first segment here on the Week 4 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Central Indians. That would be Reggie Trotter. Coach, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Clifton. Love being here, man. I love having you on. Uh, coach, um, another another, um, another rough game for the Indians. Um, it's a 52-22 to game. Over Belton, got down a little bit early. Um, clawed your guys' way back in late. Um, coach just uh, walked through the game. You know, we uh, we took the ball to start with and drove the ball down. Um, I believe we got inside the red zone and, and shot ourselves in the foot with, I believe, a penalty and a sack. And uh, you can't you can't derail your own drives. It's one thing if, if a good team does it to you, but you can't derail your own drives. And that was too many times that we shot our soul, ourselves in the foot um, Friday night, and that just that just hurt us, you know. And uh, we did a good job of kind of stopping them early, uh, but then not so much later on. We just uh, – I don't know if our kids ran out of gas or we just decided we weren't – you know, we signed a peace treaty and they didn't sign the other half or whatever. Uh, but we didn't tackle very well, and it was really uh, indicative of the score. You know, we got a couple stops in the second half, we're able to get an onside kick, should have gotten another onside kick, only down two scores, and then didn't end up getting that done and gave up another drive for a touch. And, um, you know, that's then it looks like a route, you know. And then we were very close to really being down a score if we were able to drive down and score on a couple of onside kicks that we would have gotten, uh, but we just couldn't punch it in. Well, Coach, you're going to have another opportunity to get back at it this week. You guys' second home game of the season. Um, guys are playing a little – Little cross, um, little cross state game, a little um, don't happen very often in this area. Um, got a really talented Blue Valley Northwest team on the schedule this week. I know that um, their quarterback is pretty hyped up. I know he's got some Division One offers um there, but they're they're a really good team. So, um, coach, your thoughts? I think they're the Huskies, if I'm not mistaken. Your thoughts on the Huskies and um, and what can we expect on Friday? Well, at, at this point, there's three Huskies that I like, okay? Uh, Josh Looney, Arbanis Elliott, and Adam Morduna. Those are about the only three Huskies that I like right now. Um, and, if, and if the three of them were in town, I'd definitely have a bet going with them, just, you know, friendly stuff, maybe some push-ups, something like that. But, um, you know, but they're, they're a good football team, man. They, they really are, and, and it's, it's going to be fun for those guys to come over. Uh, and play at our place. Uh, they've got a talented football team coming in with obviously a talented quarterback, and we're going to have to uh, get him shut down. It definitely, uh, it should be, it should be a fun game at uh, Noise Field on Friday night. Um, Coach Trotter, thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again, and um, good luck to you guys on Friday. Appreciate it, Clifton. Thank you very much, man. And thank you so much, Coach Reggie Trotter of the Central Indians. That will do it. For this um, segment on the Week 4 pregame show, I want to thank Lafayette coach Ryan Schroyer, Savannah coach Kevin Kopecki, Maryville coach Matt Webb, Camera coach Jeff Wallace, 
Benton Cardinal head coach Kevin Keaton and Central coach Reggie Trotter for all coming on the show this week. And I want to thank uh, John Dykstra and the team at the Maryville Forum Sports Department who decided to sponsor this portion of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for that. And um, we'll be moving along to segment two of the week four pregame show where we will preview the KCI and the GRC. But until then, take care, everybody.